0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Here we go. It's episode 39 of Sorallo Sports Talk, and we've got a special NBA draft edition coming at you. We're less than 24 hours away from the NBA draft. So joining the show, he's a projected first round pick, Auburn Tigers leading scorer a year ago, and one of the best passers in the nation. It's point guard Sharif Cooper. Sharif, thanks so much for joining the show. Appreciate you having me. It's great to have you on. And I have to ask, how has the pre-draft process been for you so far?
0: It's been fun. Uh, a lot of work. Uh, I feel like I got a lot better. So uh, overall, it's been fun and a lot of work.
1: How much more pressure have you noticed on yourself, considering that you only played 12 games this past season? Obviously, there were questions surrounding your eligibility, and COVID ruined a lot of things for almost every team in the country this year. So did you feel more pressure on your one-on-one and your individual workouts?
0: Um, I wouldn't say pressure, uh, you know, basketball is just fun for me. So anytime I could play basketball, it's, it's really no pressure. Just go out there, have fun do what you love to do.
1: And you always look like you're having fun out there, man. You're one of the most dynamic, exciting players in the country to watch. You know, your game's really interesting because you're a dynamic, great scorer. But at the same time, if you had played in more games and qualified, you would have been the second leading passer in the country last season, so how would you describe your style of play? Are you that pass-first guy, or do you want the ball in your hands?
0: Yeah, um, I get that question a lot, but um, I, don't, I don't think I'm a, a one or the other. Uh, I feel like <laughs> whichever is the <clears throat> right basketball play at the time, I feel like that's what I'm going to do. Uh, whether that's a pass or, or a score, um, I feel like that's the play it makes. So if it's 100 passes in a row that that, that makes that the right play, then that's what I'm doing is it's 100 shots, and i probably take it.
1: Yeah, I love it, Sharif. I'm sure the GMs have loved that answer so far in your meetings. How have those meetings been going? Are there is there one team, are there a few teams that you feel like you really hit it off with specifically?
0: I feel like I had uh, I had a lot of interviews. But I feel like every last one of them went well. Um, just great inter- interviews, great conversation, great energy. Um, so it's it's going to be exciting to see, you know, on draft day what it takes.
1: It's definitely going to be an exciting evening for you and your family. You know the draft, the WNBA draft, was exciting for your family just a year ago with your sister getting taken by Phoenix. Now playing for the Los Angeles Sparks, yeah. the Lakers are picking at 22 tomorrow night. How cool would it be to be playing in Los Angeles with your sister?
0: <laughs> that'll that be that'll be extremely dope, um, Being that we're both in the same city, um, she played with the Sparks, and you know I'll be with the Lakers. So that'll that be you know a dream come
1: true. Have you met with the Lakers yet? Uh, do you feel like that could be a possibility?
0: Yeah, uh, I've met with you know a bunch of teams. Lakers are one of them. So um, yeah, I definitely feel like that could be a possibility.
1: I mean, Sharif, I'm rooting for the storyline there. That would be incredible. But I have to say selfishly, I'm rooting for you to go to my New York Knicks, picking at 19 and then again at 21. I know the Knicks are interested in you. You can't pretend <laughs> that they aren't. What have your interactions been like with the Knicks so far?
0: Yeah, I love the Knicks. Um, that's, that's almost like back home uh, in Jersey. So um, is it'll be a dream to play in the Garden um, you know, with that, that you know, up-and-coming roster. They had a great year looking to build on that. So that'll be a dream situation.
1: Yeah, what do you think about that roster? Obviously, the Knicks have been consistently one of the worst teams in the NBA for the past decade. But now with Jules, with R.J. Barrett, another young top draft pick. I mean, how do you see yourself fitting in Tom Thibodeau's team?
0: Oh, I feel like that would be a great fit. Um, They have a lot of great wings. Uh, You know, like you said, Julius Randle is really, you know, becoming an all-star in the league. Um, So that's a great four, Mitch Robinson at the five, over topping. Man, you quickly, they have a great roster. Um, So I I think that would be a great fit.
1: And I think their biggest need is point guards. So I definitely wouldn't mind seeing you and Derrick Rose handling the ball for the majority of the game for the Knicks. Hey, Sharif, just yesterday, an SB Nation article came out that described you as the biggest steal of the draft. What do you have to say to that?
0: You said the biggest steal?
1: The biggest steal of the draft.
0: Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good title, but <laughs> <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really look at it like that. Um, I just feel like, you know, whatever team, you know, believes in me, uh, I feel like I'm going to make that, you know, one of the best decisions they ever made.
1: I love the confidence. I definitely agree with you, man. Hey, I want to talk about your college career briefly. The decision to go to Auburn, you were the top prospect ever to pick the Auburn Tigers. What factored into that decision? Was it just watching their success, their final four run a couple of years ago, or was it deeper than that?
0: Yeah, it was much deeper than that. Um, you know, they, they called BP himself. You know, he believed in me before I believed in myself. And I say that all the time. That was probably the biggest thing. Or the biggest thing he done that, you know, attracted me to Auburn, and and he stuck with it through the, my whole process. Um, I always go back to this one tournament in Kentucky uh, in late July. You know, the, the the school was about to start, everything is kind of you know dying down, and um, you know he was front row. So this little stuff like that, you know, that kind of stuck out to me, and then the family atmosphere, uh, just it was it was everything. All, all stars aligned, and that was a great choice for me.
1: Now, how do you feel SEC basketball prepared you for this moment, for making the jump to the NBA? Obviously, Kentucky had a down year, but they're always a great team. Missouri had a great season. Of course, your in-state rival, Alabama, was one of the best teams in the country. How do you feel you grew playing in the SEC? Yeah,
0: the SEC was was, uh, was good. had a good year this year. It um, was no – any game you could lose. So, you know, going into, you know, every game with a battle um, – I had 12 straight battles. I had no cupcakes. So um, just every night, you know, you had to fight. Uh, you had to prepare. You had to, you know, you know, bring your A game. So I feel like that's that's just like the league. You know, you play Westbrook tonight, you play Chris Ball tomorrow and Steph the next day. So there's no off nights. And I feel like the SEC had no off nights.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree anymore. Hey, we just finished an incredible NBA postseason, Sharif. I'm calling yeah. this the best postseason I've ever watched. Do you feel like seeing Milwaukee and Phoenix be the last two teams standing? Not a super team, right? Not a LeBron James-led Heat or Lakers squad. Not a Kevin Durant or Steph Curry-led team. Do you feel like seeing Milwaukee and Phoenix as the last two standing really gives you hope that, you know, anything can happen again in the NBA?
0: Yeah, I feel like it was great for the league. Um, Just, you know, I feel like it was great to see Milwaukee and Giannis do his thing, but it was also great to see a young team in Phoenix. see how hard they play, see how, you know, together they played. And, and, and it showed you, you know, basketball, anything can happen. So uh, it's, it's, it's dope to see that. And, and I, I hope it, you know, keeps going on.
1: You know, I'm curious, even though I think talent-wise, you could and should be a lottery selection, it looks like you're going to be drafted to a team in, whether it's the late teens or early 20s that made the playoffs this year. Of course, everyone wants to be the first pick. Everyone wants to be a top ten pick. But in your mindset, is it promising? Is it exciting that you're going to probably go to a team that was just in the playoffs and help them get even better?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, being that you know the team won before me, I feel like I could help uh, add some wins to that, and hopefully, you know, be able to contend for a title early in my early in my NBA career. So that's 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 definitely dope.
1: That's definitely going to be my hope for you, especially if you end up with my Knicks. Hey, Sharif, I know everyone wants to be their own guy, right? And you're a great player in your own right, and you want to embrace that. But would you say that there is a guy in the league that your balance of scoring and just court vision and distributing really compares to?
0: Yeah, I always go back to Chris Paul. um, Just I I watched him growing up all the time, and the way he can balance scoring and passing and leadership, I feel like those are – you know, traits I have, Um, you know, of course, you know, I give CP his flowers, he a Hall of Fame player, and I got a lot um, a lot of ways to go, but you know, I feel like a little bit similar uh, to Chris Paul and, and in my own way.
1: You know, I love that mix of confidence and humility right there. Obviously, you know, you haven't played a game in the NBA yet, and you do have a ways to go, but, you know, Chris Paul's a top three, top five point guard of all time, so if you think that's your style of play, man, embrace it, and I can't wait to see it. You mentioned leadership in addition to your scoring and your passing. How much do you feel playing for Bruce Pearl helped that part of your game grow?
0: Yeah, I feel like it helped me a lot. he gave me the freedom to to be myself and I feel like I'm a leader. So um, you know, he didn't over overdo it. You know, sometimes coaches, you know, want to be the loudest voice. He gave me the freedom to to have that voice and 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 actually I had to work for it, but you know, once he seen the work and, and seen everything I was doing, he he let me be myself and that's that's being the leader so um, all credit to him uh, he's a player's coach uh, he gave gave us all the freedom to do whatever so um, I feel like with that freedom you know, I took it and kind of ran with it and, and made the most of it
1: how do you see that translating to the NBA obviously it's got to be intimidating being 20 years old walking into a locker room with you know 10 15 year vets in it do you think that you'll be able to be a confident leader the second you step in there
0: Yeah, um, I don't don't think nobody's a leader when you first walk in the locker room. I feel like you got to earn that. Uh, One, you got to earn their respect. Two, you got to earn their trust. And three, you know, you got to put the work in. So um, I feel like once I do that um, and, and build those relationships within the organization, I feel like I'll definitely be a leader.
1: Sharif, I can't wait to see all that you accomplish, you know. You look really good in blue and orange already. I'm hoping that that Auburn jersey can translate nicely to a Knicks jersey, man. Best of luck with the NBA draft. I can't wait to hear your name called.
0: Thank you. Appreciate you.
1: Thanks for joining us here on Sorallo Sports Talk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.